Hello, and welcome to the Westmoreland Podcast. We are two sisters who were raised as readers and world travelers. We grew up under the same roof, but have pretty different reading tastes. My name is Heidi, and I'm here to say hello after a very long absence. It has been a little over a year since we released episode 12 of season 2, in which I promised a season finale with a few special topics, but that did not play out. Last August 2021, my two youngest children were diagnosed with a very rare disease called cystinosis, and our lives have turned 180 degrees and changed a lot since then, and podcasting was just not in the cards for me for a really long time. I don't want to share much more about that here on this platform. There is more information about it if you're curious on my Instagram at Heidi's Books Just So. On the other side of the podcast, Lissa has gone through a lot of changes as well, and in the interest of letting one another tell her own stories, I will let her share what she likes about her life soon. Last year, around the holidays, Lissa recorded three mini bonus episodes about games and reading to help wrap up season two and to keep in touch with our listeners. I have just this week finished editing these episodes, and now I can bring them to you. They are a good measure of podcast closure for the two of us, and hopefully for our listeners too, since we sort of just ghosted last year when life got too intense. I can't make any promises, but I am hoping that season three will come with some changes um, in format, etc. <laughs> sometime this year as well. I haven't totally given up on podcasting, but as my seven-year-old likes to remind me, life is full of big things, and podcasting is a thing I love and hope to do again very soon. Um, without further ado, here is Lissa with the first of three mini bonus episodes. Let's get started. So I am going to talk about some of my favorite board games. And yes, I mean like the games you sit down and play at the dining room table. I'm going to talk about three of my favorite board games. So this is uh, three board games and I decided to do rate them as far as easiest to hardest. So hopefully if you are looking for a new game or not and you just want to hear about some games or if you want to dive into something a little bit more difficult, this will kind of cover the different levels of board game players out there. So the first I'm going to recommend is called Azul, A-Z-U-L. And this game is just downright gorgeous. So it comes with little boards for each person. And then you have these beautiful tiles. And so it is a drafting tile game. So you have these patterns on your board and you're trying to fill them with the correct tiles. So you draw tiles out of the middle throughout the game, you take turns and then you can add them to your board. And then at the end of each round, you actually add them to the mosaic pattern that you're creating. And the interesting thing about this game is you can say you are drafting the snowflake, the blue tiles with the white snowflake on them. If you have a spot and you only need one of them, but you have to fill three in a row um, and you draw four tiles, you can actually end up with that one tile as a negative point at the end of the round. So it's a little bit of strategy, um, if that makes sense. It's kind of hard to describe how to play a board game through just audio, uh, but it's a beautiful mosaic pattern that you're creating. So you're essentially creating like your own stained glass throughout the game. And then whoever has the most complete patterns at the end of the game, you get points for different kinds um, wins. So that would be my first recommendation and that would be the easiest. So it's called Azul. It's a beautiful mosaic tile drafting game. Um, and you can definitely play this with kids too. I would say probably like eight or older would be easiest to teach. And um, it's really, really pretty and the tiles are real and heavy. So it just is very sensory satisfying as far as games go. The second game that I'm going to recommend is called Lost Woods. 
So this one is a step up in difficulty, but it is fantastic. So if you know anything about me, you know that I love being outdoors. I love camping. And so this game kind of brings out some of that joy a little bit. So you all start in the middle of the board. And it's a really cool game because every single game you play is different because the map expands as you play. So you start at the campfire and every turn you're drawing a map tile, whether it's north, east, west or south. And you're creating the map as you go. And then as you the map expands, you explore the map and you get to fight monsters. So what's really fun about this game is it is a partial tile laying game because you're drawing those map cards throughout the game. But then also you all have dice and you have to fight the monsters as they appear in the woods. And so you can fight them based on the tools that you have in your own knapsack that you're carrying. So there's like D4 dice, which means it's a four-sided die, and it goes all the way up to D20. So the monsters will vary in the difficulty as to what dice they roll against you. And then you can gain weapons throughout the game that allow you to play the higher, like roll the higher-sided dice to fight these monsters. And when you fight them, you win gold. So the map expands as you go. You fight monsters as you go. You gather tools to put in your knapsack. And then there's some cool elements like potions that allow you to roll again or these magic spells that are special. Like they make you, you can transfigure, you can move from one side of the map to the other on your turn. And the person with the most gold at the end of the game wins. The game ends when someone exits the woods. So when you finally make it out of the woods, you have to fight a monster three different times. And if you beat him, you get to exit the wood and that signals the end of the game. So you can fight this monster at the exit of the wood and not end the game yet. If you don't want to, you can go back and keep fighting to try to get more gold because the gold is what actually helps you win the game. So that would be the number two in difficulty. It's called Lost Woods and it's a map exploring dice rolling monster game. The really fun thing about this game is it was actually a Kickstarter. So every single tile in the game has the name of the person who contributed to make this game happen on the back. So it's kind of like each monster has a name and things like that. And it's it's just really fun and creative. So your weapons are things like a rat flail or a cast iron pan. And the monsters can be anything from a cat bear to um, a mammoth. You know, they're just super creative. Um, all of the people that supported the game were able to contribute to it. So it's just got a lot of different flavors to it as far as games go. It's a great family game, uh, probably about the same. I wouldn't recommend playing it with someone younger than six, seven. Um, if you're willing to take it slow, it's a great family game. The third one that I would recommend would be the most difficult. And this is my absolute all-time favorite game. So it is called Seven Wonders. And if you are into board games at all, you will know this game. Uh, but it is a really, really cool, beautifully crafted game. So you each get a wonder of the world. That's like your city, your board. And then your goal throughout the game is to build that wonder and become the most powerful nation or wonder by the end of the game. So it's a combo of draft kind of card building deck game. So each turn you are going through the cards in your hand, you're selecting which one you want to keep for that round. And then you add it to your city at the end of that turn. And there's military where you're fighting the people next to you. So you want to make sure your military is strong. There's science cards that play off of each other and give you more power at the end. There's just straight money cards. And then 
part of what allows you to get those cards is resources. So in the first round, a bunch of resources are free and you try to build those up because when you get to the further rounds, you have to buy these cards with whatever resources you have. And if you don't have them, you have to pay money to neighboring nations in order to purchase those cards. So it is a deck building type of game. Um, and the rounds rotate. So you pass cards to the left in one round and then you pass cards to the right in the next round. And there are three rounds total. So it isn't like a game that can go on forever and ever. There are only three rounds but the cards and the art is super, super beautiful. And this one is definitely not a kid game because it is pretty complicated as far as the strategies that you can go. You know, you can go after all of one card and just see if you can build the the whole, get as much of this one kind of card as you can. But really the way that I've seen it play the best is when you kind of try to get a little bit of everything in order to win. So it is pretty complicated. Um, if you're not into board games and you want something easy, I would definitely go for one of the first games I recommended. But if you're kind of up there in your level of gaming, uh, this is a really, really fun game for adults. And it's called Seven Wonders. And so these are the three games that I would highly recommend if you want to get a little bit more into the board game world. So the first one being the easiest that I recommended would be Azul. The second is Lost Woods. And the third is Seven Wonders. And what I have found in the gaming world, if you didn't know this, it's really helpful. Um, I don't do well with just reading the instructions. I'm a very visual learner. So just as a recommendation, there are actually tons of resources on YouTube of people actually just like creating a video to show you how to play the game. One of my favorites is called How to Play, who shows you how to play the game. And really the key with that is to find a video that's not overwhelming. And that teaches you well. So usually what I find is one that's like 10 minutes or under is the best. Um, and how to play is definitely one of the best channels that I've found for that. But you can kind of search through YouTube if you're finding a specific game that they don't have. And that can definitely be a big aid when you're learning board games and you want to get better at them. So this is my little board game episode. Thank you so much for listening. You can find links to all the games mentioned in the show notes and on our website, westmorelandpodcast.com. We are on Instagram at Westmoreland Podcast. You can find me and many more books at Heidi's Books Just So and Lissa at Lissa Betts. That's L-I-S-S-E-B-E-T-H-S on Instagram. To help the podcast find the exact right audience, leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen or give us a shout out on social media. Thanks so much and we will talk to you soon.